Hey listeners, and welcome back to the Absolutely ADHD podcast. I'm your host, Alana, ADHD life coach and social worker. I learned how to manage my ADHD, and now I help others do the same through one-on-one coaching, my courses, content on Instagram, and through this podcast. Sam and I started this podcast to help others understand their ADHD brain and not feel so alone. ADHDers are some of the most brilliant, creative, and passionate people. We just have to work through things a little bit differently than others. And I think that there's so many strategies to share and ways that we can do that. You can find the podcast on Instagram at absolutely.adhd, and you can find my content at Coaching by Alana. If you're enjoying the podcast, we would love if you could subscribe, write a review so that we can share this with more ADHDers. As always, thank you guys for being here, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Hi, Alana. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How's your day? How's your Sunday going? Well, it won't be Sunday when we release this, but today it's Sunday for us. Yeah, I actually start my new job tomorrow. That's right. Everyone send good vibes to our girl, Sam. I'm so excited. Yeah. For you. I mean, I will tell you this. I have cried on the first day of every job I've ever had, not at work, but when I get home. So I'm just like anticipating that. <laughs> first days are always really intimidating. It's always just like helpful. You want to seek out the this is just general advice, you know, for listeners, but like you yeah. want to seek out the people that are like supportive that you can tell you're not going to feel bad about asking a bunch of questions because everybody's been that for that first day person where you just like don't know anything, but it'll be good. Yeah. And they're so lucky to have you. Thank you. This is really unique because there's only six people on the team. Yeah. And it's just not, I, there's only six people and I've met all of them. I mean, through my interview. So I feel like I do. I'm not as nervous as what I would anticipate I would be, but like, I'm more just, you know, with creative work, I feel like some of our, if any of our listeners work in non-technical roles, like it's kind of like you can, I just get a little nervous, you know, you can always do better. And I just want, I just want them to be like happy with the quality of my work. So I'm just like a little nervous. No, they will. I get that though. That's very, that's so valid, but they will. But what about you? How are you? I'm good. Today was good. I just had two really good coaching sessions. So I feel great. Oh, that's so great. I love your clients. I feel like um, whenever we talk about like your coaching sessions afterwards, you're so, you know, energized and like we never get into specifics, obviously, because they're super personal. And I think that's like one of the reasons that people love you so much is because like you really do take the time and effort to get to know someone and like create such a safe, helpful environment for them. But like I can just tell in your attitude when we talk that you definitely like seem so much more grounded, I guess. Like I don't even know that's the right word, but just like it's clear through this that you found such a good purpose. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, thank you for saying that. That's so sweet. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it is good. And then it's just like, so, you know, you can feel other people's energy. And when other people are like excited to like, you know, give something a try, it's just a good feeling. So, yeah. Um, But this is interesting. Our topic is interesting. (laughs) Do you want to? Yeah, we haven't done a topic like this before. And it's funny because this has been cropping up in our personal lives a lot over the past week. So I think that's why we chose it. But we're talking today about manifestation. 
Yeah. And like, I, we just want to talk about it. Like, is it, is it, is it a good idea? Is it a good way to support ourselves? Like, I'm curious what you guys think too, but I just thought it'd be a good conversation for Sam and I. Yeah. And I definitely want to like start off by saying, I don't know where I stand on like how helpful manifestation is because, okay. And this is all personal. Okay. And I think that like with a topic like this, it's definitely an asterisk that needs to be mentioned. Manifestation is so deeply intimate with how people personally interact with something like that. So nothing that Alana and I are going to say is fact, really. So, Mm -hmm. but I want to say, I actually watched a TikTok this morning. It was a clip of someone's podcast. I cannot remember who it was, but he's this guy and he talks a lot about spirituality and stuff. And he's big on synchronicity. So Mm -hmm. like, he doesn't believe in manifestation because he thinks that it's silly to like, use your ego to manipulate the universe into like giving you certain things. But like, on the other hand, I don't know, manifestation can also be a really powerful tool to like, see what comes your way and to see what's meant for you versus what isn't meant for you. So it's just, it's so complex. It is. Yeah. Um, (laughs) This was so funny. So this week, Sam and I were actually, we were manifest or not manifesting. We were making a list of what we're seeking in like a soulmate at some point in our lives. And like, and that's how we're going to manifest this person. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know why I started because I've seen this around, you know, it's kind of like, and then Alana and I were talking about it and I was likening it to, you don't go to the supermarket without a list because you'll still get good food, but you won't really wind up with what you're looking for. Yeah. And so I don't know. I mean, I just kind of wonder if that's the same theory in, you know, behind attracting romantic partners, you know, like you have to be pretty clear on what you're looking for. Otherwise you might wind up in a relationship or a situationship or whatever that's kind of close to what you want, but it's not quite there. I don't know. I just think that writing it out helps me remember that I don't have, I, the things that I want in a romantic partner are logical and it's not asking that much. And it doesn't even matter if it's asking that much because it's what I want, you know, like it helped me regain a little bit of self-confidence and control around the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So that's why we started doing it. And then- I just, and I, you know, I did it. And actually now two of my friends have done it and on top of Alana and I don't know, it's just fun. Yeah. Just to like think, like make a list and like, we're not all of our single people out there. Yeah. List. But this isn't, you know, obviously we're talking about manifesting like a person. I think, you know, I mean, this conversation is just about manifesting in general. Um, And like, so just to, you know, name it, like what actually is manifesting and manifesting is based on the idea that you can think your dreams into reality. Another way of like describing it is that like taking what we're hoping for or what we're thinking about wanting to do and making it real, like making it into a reality. So that is what this is. That is what we're talking about. And here's like the most simple way to think about it. You want to be a famous artist, right? So you 
write out all the qualities of a famous artist, what a famous artist would do every day, what, how an artist, you know, what time they would wake up, what would they do with their free time? When would they paint or, you know, whatever medium you're working in. And then you start living in accordance with that. And that makes so much sense. Like if you want to be an artist, start living like an artist and then you'll be an artist. But I do think that there's a little bit more magic and mystery involved. Like that's just, you know, I think that's too practical of a explanation, but I don't know. I've always like theories of manifestation and like have always really excited me because I think this is where the ADHD component might come in. I feel so out of control sometimes and like nothing is quite working out the way that I want it to. So I grip tighter and tighter and I try and control more and more things. And I think with manifestation, the theory of getting clear on what you want and then kind of giving it over to the universe and then paying attention to those signs, it's like really exciting and it feels like a huge release of pressure. Totally. And the thing about it too, is like you said, Sam, like this really depends on how we interact with this idea, right? Like if we're sitting here, like the thought of manifestation doesn't work, it's stupid, you know, then it's not going to work, which like makes total sense. But like, if it's something that inspires us to like take action on certain things, or if it helps us feel like motivated, or if it helps us like visualize that place we want to be like all of those things are positive things, you know, so if it helps initiate those changes, then it seems like a great tool, right? Like why not? You know, I think also, I just want to say before we like get into the fun parts about all of this, like there is a science to manifestation and it is an incredibly complex idea. There's a lot of really great resources out there. And a lot, a lot of people have some incredible things to say about manifestation. But it is, you know, if I think to reach its full potential, it needs to be taken seriously. Like you can't just like think as you're going to bed one night, oh, I want to be a millionaire and yeah. then just like leave it at that. So like if you guys do want to take this seriously, there's a lot of really great resources out there. But like for now, you know, we're just dipping our toes into the theory of manifestation. You know, maybe it can be a helpful mindset tool for us. Exactly. And I think it's not even about like, it's not something that like we have to like completely dive into also. Like it can be us focusing more on like paying attention to our thoughts and like, like, of course it's similar, like the law of attraction. Like if you think positively, like positive things will happen, right? That's Mm -hmm. kind of it's similar type of thing. And so I think there are some things about it that are really helpful for like people with ADHD, like visualizing our goals, like seeing it, writing it down. Like we talk all the time about journaling and stuff. And that's because sometimes we have to like visualize and name these things because we do have such busy brains. Yeah. But that's also like the paying attention to like being able to identify when we are having more negative thoughts and being able to like address those like limiting thoughts we have. And again, it's not all like this is going to fix everything, but it's just, I think helpful things for us to focus on. But like you said, we can't just imagine, you know, be like, okay, I want to be this one thing. And then like, boom, it's going to happen. And something that helped me think about this in a different way is like, I heard, I can't even remember where I heard it probably like Instagram or something, but like we can be ready to manifest something for the universe, but are we doing what we need to do to be ready to accept the things that are coming? 
this. And so like an example, because we love examples, like for me, like when I first was like wanting to be a coach, right? I can say I want to be a coach, but am I ready to accept that from the universe? Like, do I have, have I created the avenues for that stuff to reach me? Meaning, am I putting myself like what I ended up doing, like on Instagram, or am I even creating a way for people to know that I'm a coach? Like, I can't just sit there and be like, I want to be a coach, period. It's like, am I creating those avenues for these manifestations to come through? Does that make sense? No, I mean, it makes perfect sense. And I think a lot of us can relate to that with romance, re-self-confidence. So it's kind of like in a very blunt, simple way. How can you expect someone to love you if you don't love you? And I've been reading a lot about this with like accepting compliments about, you know, how difficult it is to accept a compliment. It just feels awkward. You don't want to be like, you know, you don't want to be too overconfident. You don't want it to be like, I don't know. So, but how can you expect anyone else to see how beautiful and wonderful you are if you're constantly sitting there thinking I'm not beautiful and I'm not wonderful and I'm not worthy of love? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, back to that, we, so I made this list of, I mean, some of it is silly stuff. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like most of it is incredibly superficial. And I really had to get over that hump of being like, I'm being too superficial right now. It wasn't all superficial. No, but some of it was. And it was uncomfortable to write down like these physical attributes that like in the end of the day, personality and morals and goals and who you are in here is what matters. But, you know, you also want someone that you're attracted to. And that can be different for everyone. So I I was writing all of this stuff down. Okay. And then, and this is what got me on my manifestation train. So I wrote this down and I texted it to some of my friends and then I put it in my notes app. I didn't get like serious about it, but it was a couple of points. Some of them were funny. Like one on Alana's list was she doesn't want someone that likes bowling, (laughs) which honestly fair for me, for me, bowling does not bother me that much. I'm dead. I mean, here's the thing. I like, if I was in front of like the love of my life and, and they were like, I like bowling. Like, I don't think that that yeah, would, what be, would you say? Like, I don't think it would actually be a deal breaker, but I what's don't know, your deal with bowling? It's you have the shoes and like, <laughs> it's just an ick. It's an ick. It's a 100% okay. ick. And like, I, it's not like I'll play like it's if I have to, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe I can't explain it. And then I have to, it's on your list. It doesn't matter. I'm challenging all of you listeners, single, or if you're not quite happy with the romantic situation you're in, write a list, make it as gut wrenchingly honest as you want. If you don't want bowling, you don't want bowling. You don't have to explain it to anyone. It's your list. You're right. But the funny thing is, like, ever since I realized that, like, I just don't think, like, bowling is for me, like, all these people I, like, was dating, like, they liked bowling. And I was like, this is a sign. Obviously, it wasn't working out. (laughs) Among other signs, bowling was the thing. But so I wrote this list down, right? And I, you know, texted it to one of my college friends. I texted it to you. And then I get on a dating app and this man pops up who is literally all of these qualities. Like, I mean, 
And that's the thing with dating apps is that you don't really know, like you don't know someone's personality and you don't know, you know, how they talk and their mannerisms and chemistry and, you know, they have to like you back too. So, but I was just like, what are the chances, you know, (laughs) like, and I got very superficial, like with height, I'm a tall gal and I would like a tall man. And so I put a height on there. He hit that height. I had a couple of deeper things, you know, surrounding religion and politics. He was the same on that. And I'm going through a very weird phase right now where I have watched, (laughs) I've watched Top Gun Maverick seven times in the last five days. I haven't watched it today and I didn't watch it yesterday, but that was the first time in four days I had not watched Top Gun Maverick. And I don't know what my fixation on Top Gun Maverick is, to be honest, but he was a naval fighter pilot. Is that a joke? Like this guy that I saw on a dating app. I mean, I was just like. Back up. The manifesting, the the making of the list came from Sam's current fixation on Top Gun Maverick. On Top Gun Maverick. I'm probably not explaining this in the best way. But all of this is to say, you guys don't really need to know the steps of how we got here. But we got here. And all of this is to say is I've dabbled in manifestation for a while but I haven't really put any oomph behind it because I didn't really see the point. But I'm trying really, really, really hard these days to live in accordance with like detachment theory, which is just accepting that what will come to you will come to you and what isn't meant for you will go away. Yeah. And I was just going to say those are really painful lessons to learn, but They've been proven so true for me over the past year that I'm just wondering if maybe I should be taking this manifestation thing a little more seriously. I do think there's something really calming in exactly what you said. I think a lot of us feel like things are out of our control. There's things that are overwhelming when we can't control them. And there's just a lot. And there is something calming, at least for me, about like, just like trusting the universe, you know, and like, yeah. Yeah, but it's really fun. You know, I think the manifestation thing and the list making and, you know, getting clear on what you want. If you guys hear squeaking, my I just got my dog a new chew toy and he's going bananas. But um, outside of our unscientific way of describing manifestation, um, I think that what you said is so true. Just like in the lens of ADHD, there's so many things that are so out of our control especially in the way the universe interacts with us. Like we say this all the time that our society is not built for people who think like us. So it is really calming to like start accepting these theories of getting clear on what you want and what you deserve out of life. And then just relinquishing that to the universe. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's just, there's something really therapeutic about it. Well, and also like when you name something and like when we name it, that makes it way more like we're able to focus on it more, right? Because Uh we've like, we've named it, we've put it out into the universe, we've put it in a journal, whatever it is, as opposed to just having it, this idea of like, oh, I kind of want to do this like floating around our head. Yeah. And so like, especially again, when we have such busy brains. And so another thing too, like another example, you know, I think that's just, because I think examples are good, but like if we're working on like trying to move or trying to move somewhere else, right? Like we can't just say, I want to do this. Like we have to then obviously start to like 
look at our expenses and track expenses and like do the work on our end for like that opportunity to even become possible. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I think there's like, I guess overall I'm thinking like it is helpful if some of these things help you and inspire action and help you feel motivated and help you feel more in control. But I also like, I think that sometimes these like woo woo vibes of like, yeah, manifesting everything obviously I do think it discounts like is discounts a word yeah I think it discounts like mental health you know you know like the fact that there are other factors there are other things that do make these difficult so it's a little bit of like finding what works for you but also knowing that like we are if we find something motivating for us or if we find it inspiring or empowering great but there's also like a lot of other things at play you know I think that like a great way to look at it at an episode like this is that there's a lot of self-help tools out there and I think that pragmatic practical people get so turned off by woo woo type of stuff I know logical I just like want to redirect everyone's attention to the fact that like we don't know everything about everything you know even saying like us yes like humans in general not like you and me we definitely don't know everything about everything but I mean the entire collection of the human race like we don't really understand even 10 percent of what happens around us and so I you know to use your word discounting these theories because they seem a little bit off the beaten path I just think that's a really silly thing for us to do. Yeah. And you know how we had that whole episode on like vision boards? Like that's the thing about this too, is like there's certain aspects of it that I do think are really helpful, like visualizing Uh ourselves living the life that we want and like taking action in those ways. Like what would this person do today? You know, I do think that that's really helpful, especially because our, like so often we are mainly like, drawn towards the things that give us dopamine and that instant gratification that we do need that reminder, those like visual reminders of like where we want to be and all these things that go far beyond just what we're experiencing in that moment in that day. Yeah. You and know? I also think the thing for me that's really helped with this, you know, and I've only done this from a romantic lens, but we started this week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I started a couple of days ago because of a weird obsession with Top Gun Maverick, but, um, and before you guys ask, it is not a Miles Teller thing. I think Miles Teller is adorable. If he came up to me, I would cry, obviously. But this is not an obsession with an individual person. I don't know what the deal is. We don't have to theorize, but it is weird. But it's helped a lot with my self-esteem. You know, for a really long time before I wrote all of this out, I was like, I'm not pretty enough to have the type of man that I want you know, or maybe I'm not smart enough to be with like really interesting people, but like reminding myself of what I want naturally brings up a, why do I feel like I deserve it thing? And the answer I keep coming to is why not? Why don't, why don't I feel like I deserve it? And it's kind of like having self-confidence isn't something that you have or don't have. It's cultivated over time and it's really uncomfortable to build. Like it feels like accepting compliments. It's uncomfortable. But over the past couple of weeks, falling into this habit of like kind of reminding myself of the type of person I want 
has forced me to reckon with these really deeply uncomfortable feelings of why do I feel like I don't deserve it? And, you know, it's gotten a little bit easier for me to start seeing myself the way that my friends see me. Totally. That's such a good point. I think that when we do get into these spirals kind of often, which we have talked about, Mm -hmm. like ADHD and like falling into like, you know, like we talked about when one thing in the beginning of our day throws us off and then boom, it's just all like we do fall into those negative thinking traps like more often. And so like something that I think this does is it does make us identify when we are telling ourselves those like limiting beliefs, like exactly said like it makes you question like well why am I telling myself that yeah and I do we need that voice and we have to challenge ourselves to like work on that because it's not natural a lot of the negative things come more natural and one of the other thing too about like paying more attention to those like negative and positive thoughts too is like I think it does push us to be more grateful for like whatever we're experiencing at that time and like obviously we're always I think practicing gratitude is something that's really a lot of us probably want to work on anyways, you know, like being able to recognize that there are, even in the, in those heavy moments, like there are things we're proud of, there are good things. And sometimes we just can't really see those as much. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I think that just the same as you think positive thoughts and positive things will come to you, the way to guarantee a shame spiral or a negative thought spiral continues is by constantly thinking about it and constantly, you know, and starting to believe your thoughts. Like that's the only way that you can guarantee that something like that is going to last. Yeah. So I think manifesting and like writing these things out is a good tool to have when you're like, I have been incredibly negative lately, you know, and then you can go back and read something that you wrote you know, and then it reminds you of why you deserve it. So totally. And like we said about the whole like list thing in the first place, it's just kind of fun to think about like, and I, yeah, it's fun of relationships, like same thing with like life and job and personal life, like just be, it's kind of fun to think about like where we want to be and like what would needed, what would need to be done to get there. And like, without the pressure yeah. of, like, having to do it all overnight, but like just thinking about it without pressure, you know, just, just pun. Totally. Just ponder. Just ponder. Make a list and ponder. Even if it's silly and even if you don't want to share it with anyone. And even if you're like, I don't understand why bowling bothers me that much. Now you know that bowling bothers you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're all on the path to self-discovery, you know? That's so funny. This is, yeah. I'm actually so curious. You guys should message us on absolutely.adhd. Let me know what you think about manifestation. And if you have any wild stories too... Uh-huh. People are like, they just manifest the wildest stuff. And it's like really inspiring too. Yeah. I mean, I'm really holding out hopes that, that my... That hinge guys. Yeah. My naval aviator man will come, but we'll see. So I'll let you guys know how it goes. Oh my gosh. Good luck with everyone's week. If you're starting a new job like me, we're in the same boat. I'm thinking about you guys. Tackle this week with a little bit more positivity and you know maybe you'll be surprised yeah exactly make a list let us know how it goes thanks guys we will talk to you next week bye everyone 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Absolutely ADHD podcast. You can find us on Instagram at absolutely.adhd. And don't forget to give us a like, subscribe, give us a rating so that we can help share this podcast with more amazing ADHDers. Thank you guys so much. And we'll talk to you next week.